0: Well, Chuck, uh, here's something you may not remember, but get to look forward to. I was uh, trying to get a workout in on the treadmill, um, trying to lose a few LBs, and uh, Everett came in with Jess, he was just cracking up, wearing one of my few shirts that uh, fits, and he thought it was so funny to be wearing it, and it, it to be fair, it was really cute, <clears throat> and he looked like kind of like one of the uh, people in Star Wars, like Obi-Wan Kenobi or something. And uh, he was laughing, thought it was so funny, sat in it, he was hiding, he was playing in it. Then all of a sudden, he told us he went poo-poo. And we were like, you did, but, you know, and we're in the middle of potty training. And sure enough, he'd gone poo-poo and got two huge streaks right on my shirt. Anyway... Good times. Welcome to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, pod town. Speaking of good times, um great first round of playoffs, everyone. Um it, a lot of those matchups came down to the wire. I know we had Chuck and Sean racing to see who could concede first. But at the end of the day, most of those matchups were close till the very end. Um, but we're left with four. We are left with Christian versus Kyle. And we are in the other side of the bracket. We have JB versus Burden. There are so many storylines coming into this. It sort of seems like we are on track for this collision course in the 10-year history of the battle of the only two commissions that No Balls Ass Fantasy Brewing has ever seen. Could we see, in just a week and a half, could we see JB first Christian, the Sage Masters first the Men's Retreat, the gimmick on gimmick bowl of the commissions for the league championship? <laughs> Zoe thinks so, and it seems like we just might. But before we do that, and we're going to spend the later part of the pod hearing from the four remaining teams, the final four and what they're gonna do. But I think we should do a quick RIP to the four losers from round one. We'll start with Chuck. Chuck, hell of an effort, man. The trade machine you got it roaring. You made the playoffs. Um, I don't think anyone was actually surprised that you did make the playoffs because you are the goat of the league. Um, And you made so many trades, it was hard, honestly, to keep up with your team. Um, You also did spend about a week trying to get us to, I think, close down uh, the fantasy brewing season. But you came back strong. You taught us a lot about um, NFTs. You're getting us all into cryptocurrency. You also sent me a really cool uh, LeBron print. That's a one one that I love. And uh, great job just making the playoffs, man. Well done. Uh, I'm sure you'll come back strong next year. Although I think you'll, yeah, by the start of next season, you'll have a, a newborn around. And we'll see how that plays into it. But valiant, valiant effort. Andy, um, RIP, buddy. Uh, great pod episode last week. Really appreciate the effort there. Great hearing your thoughts. Um, and as we were sitting there talking last week, it seemed like there was a chance that you could take JB down. Um, I think that right before we started taping, we got the news that a couple, a player from each of your teams was out. And then shortly after that, uh, we found out that Ingram wasn't playing, which really hurt you. You had a bunch of injuries. But you fought hard and had a damn good season. And for that, sir, I commend you. Uh, Well, well done. And then we have Sean, or maybe Sean and Tom, who who lost to the men's retreat. And, uh, Sean, I publicly endorsed you a couple weeks ago, um, saying I wanted you to win the league. Um, I loved your team, loved what you were doing. Um, Zoe, I think, does too. Um, I feel partial ownership just... Due to the trade we made, but I loved what you did with your team managing this year. You got a bunch of gr- got a bunch of studs. Your team was playing good. You were putting in up tons of numbers. If I remember correctly, you were either undefeated or only lost one game uh, after our trade, and you were coming in strong. Not to mention, you dominate the restaurant scene. So well done, sir. Um. Uh, also, Jamal Murray. That sucks. Sucks that he went down and was injured for the year um i don't think it actually if i remember correctly i don't i think it happened sunday so it didn't necessarily affect um affect yet but that just sucks for denver um although i'm always rooting for the lakers you hate to see a team that like looks fun and made a bunch of cool trades at the deadline you hate to see them like basically have their season probably most likely over because of injury also, Murray, you know, up-and-coming star. Hopefully he can um, recover and, that you know, he can come back to it because it's a super fun team. The Joker, fantasy MVP, probably NBA MVP. And uh, what a cool story. So sorry to your team. RIP, Seaner. Uh, and then we have Stacks. And Stacks is, you know, you heard me... Three or four weeks ago, endorsed him for MVP. I thought Stax had a hell of a season. Um, I mean, a hell of a season, and ending up with Giannis and Harden. I mean, I still, still am amazed. But what did we see? What did we learn? Well, what we learned is that maybe, maybe it's uh, this is the downfall of having like the two best guys in fantasy. You know, you lose Giannis for a couple games, you lose Harden for a week, and then it's really hard to come back. I mean, eight games against those guys when they could put up 50 to 60 a night, you're just you're talking that's 25% of your productivity that could just be gone in two guys. And it's also really oddly that this happened to our boy Stackola because if you really think about it, his team was kind of the essence of capitalism. It was all about the top the one percenters of his team just carrying most of that fantasy wealth and he maybe would have been a lot better had he turned to marxism but you don't need to hear more from me let's hear from stackola
1: quotes i'm going to do a rip stacks segment on the pod unquote motherfucker i ain't dead yet i might be out of the playoffs no thanks to uh, my, my, my horrendous luck here. You know, I, I struggle between accepting that this is life and sometimes you get dealt a hand in life. And, you know, sometimes I think that's fucking bullshit. Um, I didn't hear Tom, you know, saying that when uh, LeBron got, gets knocked out of the, the finals every year because of, you know, Love was injured, Kyrie was injured. Um, I didn't hear him using that as a, a valid thing that happened. He complained about it, so I'm, I'm going to complain too. This is some bullshit. I had Giannis Harden, SGA, all out pretty much the first two weeks of the playoffs. Well, there you go. I'm out. So, um, you know, congrats, John. I'm, I'm happy that you took me down. Not really. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard. I'm having a hard time dealing with this. I'm also trying to do... 10 other things right now So I apologize if I'm absent-minded But uh, R.I.P. stacks this time Uh, I I am not dead yet I will be back next year, my friend You know, had I Had I won the last week I'd be playing Chuck And I would've won That would've been great Or had I sandbagged like Christian You know um, I would've played Sean and won And I'd be moving on to Hopefully have a healthy team for round two But, you know you, you won't hear me complain about this over again. I can promise you that. So uh, congrats, John, and all the round one winners. Good luck to everybody. JB, I'm rooting for you. Win the MVP, win the championship. Stacks out.
0: RIP, buddy. I'll always fear you. All right, and then on to the winner's bracket. Um, this is fascinating if you think about this. There are so many storylines in in here. So last year, we all know that fucking COVID ended the season early. And we all remember Baysmore Gate and Chuck's you know, six hours as commissioner and when the tech world conspired against me. And JB narrowly, narrowly beat me out by 4.2 points to get into that final four. And then the league shut down. Uh, anyway, when that happened, we had four guys left um that were going into round two of the playoffs and the season just was over so we had in my opinion we had a four-way tie for the championship what is crazy is that three of those four people are back in the final four again the Kamish, kyle Dugan, and the sage master okay three of the four Then replacing Adam from last year is new John. So for two straight years in the final four, fighting for a championship, we've had the rookie. I didn't think it could be done. I thought both were destined for the toilet bowl. Both are in the final four. Now, these are fascinating matchups in a few ways. One, you have Bell and Burden go way back. They were buddies since high school. I think they were dating girls when they were like 16 that were friends or something like that. I wonder on that double date that they met, did one of them say to the other, hey, man, nice to meet you. I bet you in 20 years we'll be uh, playing each other to get to the finals of the uh, fantasy basketball, you know, fantasy basketball league. Who knows? Maybe they said that. Then we have on the other side, we have Christian and Kyle. Okay, this is a battle of titans. Uh, We have Christian invited KDI into the league a few years ago. Christian, I think, essentially has taught Kyle everything he knows about the sport of basketball. We made a joke that uh, I think Kyle thought was a joke, but we were kind of a little bit serious. We held up a soccer ball and a basketball, and we said, hey, do you know the difference between these things? Do (laughs) Do you know that there are two different sports here? And Kyle was, like, kind of joking, but he he didn't know. I don't think he could have named, like, ten NBA players. Yet here he is in his second straight chance for a title. If he wins this year, I would call him a two-time champ. (laughs) So I hope you guys are enjoying Zoe's commentary behind me. uh, I'm on kid duty right now, and she's just having a great time getting some teeth and kicking. But uh, you'll hear her. Those occasional. Anyway, so Kyle, great fucking job, man. And uh, then we have uh, the Kamish, who is, when I referenced Chuck as the GOAT earlier because of his three titles, the Kamish has, right now, has a chance to become a three time champion in a row. So he would be three Pete. That's crazy. No one has ever done that. No one, I, as far as I know, in this league has ever gone back-to-back. Christian has a shot to go back-to-back-to-back. And with his team and like how they were performing you know, last week and when I looked um, before recording the pod through Monday and Tuesday, he was the highest point leader so far, I think. And then it's like, dude, his team is great. And he could be a three-peat champion this league, And that is hard to do, especially if you would have said that his team, you know, if you would have said like in week five of the season, if you would have said, Hey, Christian's going to storm back and be like, you know, beat Sean's team by like 500. Would we have believed that? Like, I don't think so. But, uh, it's like Christian, dude, your team looks awesome. Then we have burden who is like, You know, Burden does this, like I'm not going to pretend to know about anyone else's spiritual journey, but Burden has let us know that he's a pastor and he has um, said some prayers and alluded to some things that always have a twinge of sarcasm when he says it, but potentially he just is dead serious and, you know, saying prayers or doing whatever for his fantasy team because he sure does seem to squeak out the wind's in a way that I would call miraculous. And you've taken this team that like, dude, good job. It just, it works for you. And every time you seem to be like, oh, there's no chance. You somehow, you pull it off. So I would, I will not write you out. If you're down by 700 uh, next week, Saturday evening, I still think that there's a chance for you to do it. Well, also, well done, sir. Well done. The fact that you made it to the final four, knocking out stacks is crazy. Great job. Get those parliaments. So quickly before we hear from those four, uh, I'd like to to thank the final four for the content that they sent me. I said, Hey, I'd love a segment from each of you for the pod. How you feeling about this week's matchup? Why will you win? Some you know, some type of shit talk to your opponent. Kyle shoots, luckily, is like, yeah, I'll do that. Christian says, maybe we should all join forces and just talk shit about Tom's season for the pod. It's worse trade, worst waiver moves, worst text, might be a long episode. Thanks, motherfucker. Then Burden responds, maybe I will mention how he publicly trade shamed me for trading Durant and then texted me that he would have traded Davis to me. He wasn't even playing that day. But anyway that's what it's like getting content from you motherfuckers so let's start off by going Sage masters verse burden
2: beautiful all right fellas tom asked to uh get some playoff thoughts from the dudes that are left standing here So we're going to kick this off playoff style with a long, slow, deep breath in and slowly exhale, feeling any tension melting away as we gradually relax deeper with each breath, feeling yourself drifting into a state of deep relaxation. This is the way of the Sage Master. Today's meditation, brought to you by the Sage Master, is reflective purely for the Sage Master. This is really only about me. (laughs) Uh, So enjoy. Continue to breathe slowly and gently as you bring awareness to the slowing waiver wire, replete with positional length, In minute's blade. Enjoy the coral in the background, those beautiful voices. (laughs) Now picture a warm, loving golden light following the movement of Kyrie's handles. Mm. Spreading from the top of his head to the soles of his opponent's shoes, those shoes now strewn across the court. Feel your muscles relax as the light washes over you, as Donovan Mitchell's offensive superpowers are surrounding and protecting you. Take a few more deep breaths and relax deeply into this two-week matchup. In this safe, relaxed state, reflect on all the things that you're grateful for. You've made it to the semifinals with your eight loved ones and three rotating waiver friends. You have a fuckload of points for. Lots of back-to-backs on the schedule. There's fresh air outside, a tasty dinner you're gonna have this evening, probably with a nice glass of natural wine. Mm. As each gratitude appears, visualize yourself saying the words, fuck you to each of your opponent's players. I do not want any more parliaments. Try to make the image and this feeling as real as you can. If you're now having a difficult time coming up with gratitudes, ask God or Kyrie or some other higher power or the highest part of yourself right now. To reveal any sort of gratitude for your opponent that you can. Notice where in your body the feeling is. Where the hate is at your opponent's roster. Take a few deep breaths and allow this feeling to expand. Total domination is kind of what you gotta have happen here? And okay, breathe in order to move on to the championship. <sighs> okay, enjoy this new pleasant feeling and feel it washing away your tension and negativity. This is a two-week matchup. There should be plenty of time for the big Saboner, Big Vooch, Mitchell, Levine, and Holmes and the rest of my loved ones to spread their stat wings and fly. Mr. Sage Master, you can remain in this relaxed state as long as you'd like. And when you're ready, end your gratitude meditation with the following affirmation. The Sage Masters will effectively smudge all of the parliaments. Peace.
0: Think, uh, Thank you sir Definitely feel calm after that Then let's go to his opponent uh, New John
3: Greetings comrades This is Reverend John Burden Coming at you from North Jersey Here we are in the final four I'm excited to be here Didn't think I was going to be This just needs to be said out loud I was two and five And desperate I thought man this is my rookie year I wanted to come in at least make a decent showing, and here we are. the wheels were coming off. and then things turned. Um, I went into win now mode, finished up the season, five and one in my last six, seven and six overall, got to the seven seed, and I was like, oh, all right, I did it. You know, not not an embarrassment for a rookie campaign. Snuck by stacks in the first round. Now, here we are. And um, how do I like my chances? Well, I don't know. <laughs> if you see my roster, it is the product of uh, desperate trades. And it's, it's evident. Led by Jonas Valence Eunice and Clint Capella as my most consistent players. So that's great to say out loud. Um, finally, unloaded Depot to injury, which him going to Miami, it was just all downhill. But Depot, Kemba, and Kawhi. That's stressful to have all three of those guys At the same time So it just went the way it was going to go Depot's out And now here we are So how do I feel about it? Well I need things to break my way Got to get lucky Which probably means some unfortunate things for Bell And his team never wished to Never want to wish injuries on actual human beings, but uh, you know, as long as it's not something that will affect their quality of life with their family later on, just a, a nagging hamstring injury, just enough, you know, would help me squeak by. Kyrie having some self discovery, always a good thing for me. Um, so that would be great if he continues to go on a personal journey for this week. Uh, that would be that would be wonderful. So Bell, you got your MVP. I didn't vote for you. I didn't vote for you then, um, but you know what? Take your MVP. I hope it's the only trophy you get uh, this time around. So take it. And uh, I, I'm just not great at trash talking. I'm supposed to trash talk. I actually, you know what, Bell? I like you as a person, man. We go way back. I wish you luck. I can't. Tra- I don't. I don't do well with actual trash talk. So I'm actually. After I know he listens to this, I'm probably going to text him to just check in. Hope you're doing well, man.
0: And then let's go over to the other side of the bracket, and let's hear from uh, the commish.
4: Man, welcome to the Final Four. You love to see it. All these months of going one-on-one with men, and here we are. Four men, four weeks. Let's go, baby. First off, tip of the cap to Sean. I'm sorry, brother. Had to slit your throat and then uh, remove your head and punt it into the Grand Canyon last week. um, Didn't mean to do you like that, but... It was important that the job got done swiftly. Um, costly win, though. Lost MAGA Gordon Hayward. And looks like Freddy Van Uh Because the Raps are tanking. He got hurt on the day that I talked one shit to you. And then three of my guys got hurt. So lesson learned. I love you. Great season. And now it's... uh back to business with me and Doug, right where we left off when the season ended last year. That's right. Doug and I were faced up in the final four last year when we had to call it. We named our quarter champions with cheese. So, um, you know, last year I was gonna blast Doug's team off the face of the earth, for sure, and he knows that. But I think that uh, he and I are in for a real dogfight this time around, and I do not take this team lightly uh, at all, so I think it's gonna be a real battle. Probably come down to uh, whose studs rest the least. And, uh, yeah, excited to see what happens. But uh, much respect to my opponent. Tom wants me to say what sucks balls about him. And, uh yeah, I don't think he sucks balls. Nope, no, nope, I don't. I think Tom's takes on KD suck balls. I think Tom's little longing to be Oh, I should have made it. I should have been in the playoffs when he was second to last and not even close this year. Sucks balls. But Doug, no, Doug doesn't suck balls. Doug's good. So I'm really looking forward to it and really hoping to slide in to the finals once again on my journey to become a 2.25 times champion of the fantasy Brewing company man you gotta get excited about that alright man's retreat the commission is out
0: <laughs> thank you sir thank you for uh, you know just being such a wonderful human being then let's go to another wonderful human being Shoots!
5: what's up shitheads <laughs> Um, it's Kyle here. Doug, sorry. Uh, Kyle, Dougie, Ian. Um, Fresh the Third. Um, Tom's been beating down the goddamn door to get some content. Uh, for this week's pod because I am in the final four. Um, so just a little recap of last week. Uh, I played Sweet Chuck And uh, My team was not having fun Initially, we had a lot of injuries going on Um, But then My guys started coming back And kicked it into gear in the second week Um, Chuck also Had some injury issues Uh, And You know, I think Chuck's strategy Got him pretty far as far as Having to uh, do a lot of rotation of players, but I think it was a little tougher once the trade deadline was done. Um, so that's my take on last week, but uh, nonetheless, Chuck had me sweating a couple times, for especially during the first week. I was like, man, I'm not going to be able to make it, but I did. Um, this week, maybe he's the one to beat. Maybe he's one of the ones to beat, but I am going against the commish himself, um, notoriously dangerous team uh, Usually up there with the points Getting points that people haven't even heard of He's got like Trump level points Trump level votes People are coming up to him with tears in their eyes Saying I can't believe how many points you have um, Yeah that's, that's true And believe me I'm, uh, I am fearing this week These two weeks that being said, um, I mean, my biggest issue is, is health. We all know that, Tom, you've brought it up 15 or 16 times, probably on every pod you've mentioned the health of my team, and you're right. Um, that being said, if my team is healthy, um, and we could quick boot up the uh, algorithm machine here, clank, clank, boop, boop, Whirr, whir, here we go. Um, but just looking at the last two weeks, for example, uh, I was down, I think I was 250-ish points under Christian. Um, I don't remember exactly what number that was. The algorithm machine is uh, still warming up. But... Just thinking about those two weeks, I had, uh, if you just look at Beal and and Embiid, eight games missed between the two of them. Um, We could give them, we can even undervalue, give them both 40 uh, potential points for those eight games. That gets us up to 320 points. Um, So in that scenario, if just Beal And Embiid stay in the game For two weeks Lord willing God's willing um, Then I mean in that case I would have actually beat Christian in points last week So I'm in the uh, I'm a contender for sure In fact if my team went injury free uh, There's My team potentially could be one of the highest scoring Teams in the league Um, If once again, I'm injury free. So the fear is, you know, that, uh, that what always happens happens and and it's looking good. And then Embiid takes a shit for a week or whatever. Beal disappears. I mean, once again, I just talked about Embiid and Beal for the last two weeks, but I also missed Porzingis for some games. I missed Christian Wood for some games. So, um, there's a lot to a lot to think about there, but all I'm gonna say is is uh, in closing here, I'm I'm loosely optimistic. I think we're moving through. My team moved through a rough patch as far as health goes, but I feel like we're on the other side now. And if that is the case, then I uh, I think I've got a pretty good shot.
0: Yeah. If
5: that's not the case, then yeah, you tell him, Megs. You tell him. If that's not the case, mm-hmm. then uh, yeah, then Christian's gonna spank my little butt. He's gonna pull my little pants down and spank my little butt uh, up and down Main Street um, for everyone to see. So we're gonna see how it goes. Um, everybody, cross your fingers that my boys uh, keep their noses out of trouble and out of the injury uh, the injury pond. And I will uh, see you guys. Not only in hell, but also in the finals.
3: NBA is no balls association.
1: NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA. It's your fantasy bee NBA, we on top this ain't no seesaw. NBA is no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the
4: power ranking. NBA. It's your fantasy bee NBA, we on top this ain't no seesaw.